You're listening to Called to Homeschool, episode number 191, my interview with Tanner and Elisa. Are you feeling the call to homeschool and you're not sure what to do? Or maybe you are already homeschooling and it doesn't look like what you hoped it would. My name is Megan Thomas and I'm a certified life coach a mother of seven, and a homeschool pro with more than a decade of experience. I can show anyone how to create success in their homeschool, and I'd love to show you how. Are you ready? All right. All right. I am so excited about this week's episode because I have with me the amazing Tanner and Elisa, who have completed this year's No Yell November Challenge and made one of the coolest videos ever. And I know sometimes when something's not your talent, it seems especially really cool, but I think they did a really high quality job on their experience with this no yell November challenge. So I wanted them to come on and talk about the experience, what they thought about it, their wins, their lows, all those things. Um, but why don't we start with you guys just introducing yourself? Yeah. Oh, well, thank you for, um, yeah, liking our video. <laughs> um, so I'm Elisa, my husband Tanner. Um, we are from Colorado and we sold our house two years ago, but yeah. just up and sold our house and yeah. decided we wanted to move around the country in an RV with our kids. And we were, I was already homeschooling and he was working remote. So we thought, why not just take our kids on some adventures and um, let them learn um as we are traveling you know yeah just uh COVID happened to, to work out in our favor <laughs> yes <laughs> one of the few blessings yeah no it's so fun and I think we could actually do a full episode of interviewing about the RV lifestyle but maybe we'll have to save that for another time um maybe you can see more of that on your YouTube channel but I was so intrigued by this video and your experience with it so Kind of talk to me a little bit about why you wanted to document your experience with No Yell November. So I guess I'll jump in on the mastermind behind the channel itself because that's that's my hobby, project, love, whatever. So I, the whole channel itself is about challenges and um, uh, taking and doing real challenges, meaningful challenges as a individual and as family. And so this one just yelled out like okay this is this is one to document kind of thing um so that's why i wanted to document it for that piece of it but then there's a second piece of it is um two years ago shortly after we moved into the rv and whatnot my daughter my youngest turned five and she turned five and something clicked in me it was just shook me like hey you're not where you want to be as a parent as a husband you want to be better and you're not it's time to step it up and so that's when I really started the channel as a result from that, that kind of internal dialogue that happened there. And so I've just slowly been working on just improving myself and helping, helping the family, trying to become a better husband, be a better father as well. So that's uh, kind of what kicked it off. And then when this challenge came along, you know, I thought about, yeah, I've, I've tried not to yell in the past, but then it's never really worked. As you can see in the video, it's the same thing. Uh, I, I tell backstory, but um, having an accountability partner is really what sealed it for me and then also documenting it. it's really interesting i know I'm, I'm kind of ranting here but documenting it like filming the whole process kept the the commitment that i made to myself of not yelling 
in the forefront of my mind, right? Like I, because I'm, I'm pulling out the camera every day <laughs> It's on top of mine. Okay. I better not be yelling today or I gotta, you know, I gotta excuse myself or come up with a good excuse. So yeah. So I kind of ranted there for a moment, but. But side note, I thought it was a pretty awesome husband before, but. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's interesting. So what was like your parenting style? So a couple years ago, right. When you were like, I'm a little bit off and maybe I'm off the trajectory of what I'm wanting to create with my kids. What do you think was like, how did you kind of get off onto that trajectory? I'll let you go first. Cause you're just kind of from, from the story in the, in the video, but, um, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, when I, I feel like when my kids are small, maybe this is kind of how it goes for a lot of mothers. It was just, I wasn't stressed out about their fits and, um, just different things that they would do. And so I didn't like, I don't know. I just enjoyed a lot of the moments. And, and so it wasn't as upsetting for me, but as I don't know if it was just, worrying about what other people thought of me as I started seeing other parents and how they were parenting and um or just like how busy I was getting (laughs) because just the more I had to do the more stressed I was and I was probably just taking on too much um and yeah it started to I started to direct it towards my kids my stress so I just didn't like how that was turning out. Yeah. And I think so many parents do and myself included, right? I I grew up in a home of yelling promise. I would never repeat that. And then I have a thousand kids in a very short amount of time. And I was like, Oh my goodness, this is the only way to get anything done. Right. And so I know for myself, I didn't like it and I didn't like the way I felt, but at the time, and maybe because there wasn't a lot of internet (laughs) or like, that makes me sound like I'm so ancient, (laughs) but like, uh, social media, all those things didn't really exist. Right. When my oldest were younger. And so I, I hope to be able to help more people like yourselves who are like, I don't like that trajectory, but what do I do instead? Just let my kids run wild. Right. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll say that, and it's it does come to that for me of the control piece of mm-hmm. um, it's the fastest way to get results, right? Fast is the fastest right way, and I never thought of myself as a, a mean dad, you know, bad, really bad, abusive father or anything like that. But when I I would just whenever I would yell, I'd have that remorse. That feeling of like I, I never walked away after having yelled, thinking, "Oh yeah, I got this." <laughs> I am so awesome. No, I got what I wanted, right? I got what I wanted out of that the transaction. That sounds mm-hmm. terrible. Um, there was, but it's thing. so true. I think that's how all parents feel. It's like I want this and I want it now, and I know I can get this instant result if I just yell at you. But I think I agree with you 100 percent that I don't know that anybody leaves a situation from that like in your face, kid. Like I pranked you. I got you to do what I wanted. <laughs> right? Like nobody leaves. Like if you are yeah. having a bad day and you eat a big piece of cake or something, you're like, yeah, whatever. Like wasn't the end of the world. I ate one big piece of cake, but I don't think anybody leaves from yelling at their kids feeling better. Yeah. So did you guys ever notice too, like the compounding? So what I've seen a lot of times, um, is after somebody yells, then they go into a guilt cycle. And so then they overcompensate and like, fine, we don't have to have rules or as many boundaries because I feel really bad about that. 
And then it just makes their behavior worse. Did you guys ever notice yourselves getting stuck in cycles like that? I never, I never, I never had that of like, just trying to overcompensate to, to make sure they felt really good or anything like that. I feel like you're probably better at balancing that out. Sometimes I could see myself as, as worrying maybe. Oh, for sure. Still worried. Yeah. I don't, but I don't think you really like overcompensate or anything. Like yeah. That. That's yeah. That's we, true. we still have like, we still have rules with the kids and just, okay. You, you know, we also, there are consequences, natural consequences in life right and there's also natural or we have consequences in place for the rules right so it's not like we're being overly strict we're just trying to adhere to the rules but when we yell at them it's like we kind of punish ourselves or yeah. I, I do i kind of push myself versus well because then i have that it's that broken connection and i'm wanting that connection with them and then i broke it and so yeah, yeah. but yeah. yeah i think that's i think maybe for us, it's been a little bit easier because I feel like there are more things coming out nowadays and tools to help parents and having somebody who is, <laughs> is there to help and, and give us tools. That's, that's been really great. For sure. Yeah. I thought it was interesting when I was watching your video of your different triggers, right? Because <laughs> I don't ever get to see other people's triggers. I may hear about them. And then, but unless somebody's doing a coaching session with me, I just start giving what some of mine were or some I've heard, but it was really interesting to watch your triggers, right? So <laughs> talk about what some of your triggers were, um, just for everybody to hear them. I'll, yeah, I'll say, I mean, there's some humor in that throughout the whole, like, you know, Star Wars episodes, <laughs> uh, but, uh, what was really interesting is that your trigger, at least the one that you shared um, in one of your coaching calls about, you know, you go, I think you said you, you know, you go on a date, the house is like spotless. And then you come back and you're like, what just happened? Where'd the bomb go? <laughs> Who set it off? You know, it's kind of frustrating. And then, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I'm just like, why can't we keep this clean? Why? You know, so that's, that's a trigger for me is just after, after that, all the time and effort has gone into cleaning something, not maintaining it is triggering. And I add to that because I'm the one that's like, oh, children, let's make this very castle <laughs> on top of the counter with all these rocks. And like, sounds fun. Yeah. <laughs> so. yeah. What about bedtime for you guys? I think bedtime. <laughs> <laughs> Take a deep breath. <laughs> Turn yeah, off the I'm camera. Like... <laughs> yeah, no. I think, I think for you, bedtime is hard because he, he's really good at, um, structure and wanting to like routine getting to bed on a, a certain time which I am learning to get better at <laughs> but um so yeah bedtime is hard because if they don't go to bed I should be letting you take this one but if they don't if they don't stop talking then he can't go to sleep and then his next morning is all kind of thrown off um I'll jump in now. They, they, they just want to keep talking. And I just, I just, like, no, it's bedtime, it's bedtime, you know? And, you know, maybe it's because we all, we have girls. Uh, yeah. Maybe it's just that the girls, they just love yeah, chatting. Love I, I don't know anything different because I don't have boys, but so they're all girls. So I'm just going to say all girls like to talk because that's all. I, um, I am so guilty of, of that. <laughs> yeah. It's hard because I, you know, I don't mind. I, I love talking with them. I love like tucking them in, but when it comes to the fifth tuck in, I'm like, ah, that's true. 
done. We've said goodnight like 10 times and then I'll walk out to the kitchen for something to put something away. And, and one of my daughters is still like, goodnight, I love you. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. hey, you're just, I love you, but please don't say it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm working on that. Normal or... <laughs> yeah, well, so what did what... you do during the challenge then to not say, yell? Yeah, the, uh, no, the watering, the stop watering the weeds and watering the flowers was a big thing for me. Mm-hmm. um kind of a, a click and i've been working on that it's just it's good to just take a moment okay they love me that's why they want to talk to me they love being around us i should be grateful for amazing, that right? why why am I upset with that? okay <laughs> so there's gonna be a different way to address that well first off thank you for loving me that's awesome and then just uh recognizing the things that they've done well and then you know it is bedtime and kind of just walk away you know no more like I won't communicate with them anymore just letting them know setting that expectation I'm not going to be talking with you anymore I'll see you in the morning kind of thing so really the yeah for that struggle it was the the watering the weeds thing watering the the flowers (laughs) uh, into my mindset it was interesting and it's so I had somebody so I have the like no yelling parent support group right the Facebook group and somebody I'd asked about how is the month going and somebody's like I picked a bad month because it's so stressful and I said <laughs> like it's almost like enlighten me which month is not and right. whether or not like I get it there was Thanksgiving and whatnot but you guys had somebody break their arm right <laughs> yeah. like you guys ended up in the ER dramatic. it was it was a scary break oh man <laughs> Oh man, she's still in a cast. <laughs> Is she really the poor thing? Yeah, I know. But like you had a kid running like out into the road. You had a uh, arm break. Your like your eight hour driving day turned into okay. eleven hour driving can day. Can I tell you more? A little bit more about that, so you can get oh, some please. background behind the scenes stuff. So, all right. So you're talking about okay. So it starts with the eight hour driving day, right? Okay, and then the next day, you know, that was that was still good, right? Because we had gotten in all our steps and everything went to bed on time the night before but then the next night as a result of getting there late and driving for 12 hours got to bed late so the next day <laughs> i had some problems with my co-workers right and I, I wasn't yelling at them but anything but you know i decided i need to make a change the following day i was like ah oh, this, this feels good this the day's good I'm, I'm feeling great this is so nice and we were actually the girls went out to the park to play oh, yeah. and we we're out to we we're about to go on a walk as a couple and we're oh, like Oh, oh so are, nice. Good. And then boom, everything swishes. Really ran in and just bawling. <laughs> yeah. And so you're just not prepared for it. And you're like, wait, what? What's happening? What's really going on? And so it's just uh it was shocker and and things I, I wouldn't say we were on edge or anything. So that that was good. It wasn't like we had to shout at anybody, stop or anything like that and get upset or anything. It's more like we were so exhausted by that point of just mentally exhausted exhausted with everything happening yeah yeah that's what you would say yeah yeah it but I just love like looking into your lives because if you gave me the reader's digest version and you were just talking to me like oh there were some hard days like some travel days took longer but then to watch the travel day take longer to watch a kid like in the (laughs) AR then you're experiencing it versus like oh my kid broke their arm it's like oh yeah kids totally break arms but to experience it with you I think it was a beautiful way to see, like, there is never a perfectly peaceful month. (laughs) I picked No Yell November because it was um, catchy. (laughs) (laughs) No other reason, but like, there's never a good time to start, in my own opinion. I don't know. What did you guys think about that? 
well that's exactly how I felt about it and I just I mean that I feel that's our life I mean for the last two years because we've been on the road and it's been wonderful and amazing and it's been just so busy because you imagine going on a trip that you've planned and leaving your house and packing and then going there and then coming back and getting to rest you know but we've been just go 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 and so we can't afford to just not do things not improve ourselves or not work on things we want to work on just because it's the wrong time because we'll never get anything done <laughs> yeah i'll actually add, piggyback on that is uh one of my habits is writing in a journal so i don't know maybe we'll talk about that later but that was the easiest habit for me because i already write in my journal the first six months of this lifestyle I didn't write in it or I wrote in it sporadically because mm -hmm. things were so different. And I'm like, I'm not going to my desk anymore to sit. What do I do? Where's right. pipe the smoke and the, the fire? You know? <laughs> but, um, there's, I didn't have my normal routine. I just, and so it was hard. And so mm -hmm. she's right. Like you just have to change that mindset and say, okay, well, this is the life. If I want to improve, I need to start thinking about it and, and setting myself up for success. It's more like we don't have time not to do this because our kids are, growing up so fast so yeah that's what hit me right with hazel being five years old yeah yeah definitely well and especially because your oldest girls aren't teenagers yet right 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 they're getting close yes and so i just think that it's so neat when you really build that connection before those teenage years hit right because I get it like when girls your girls are like mommy daddy i love you good night right like it feels annoying when they're young but then yeah. in their teens and all of a sudden it's like, Hey, like, remember me, I was pretty cool once. And so <laughs> when, we, when we keep that connection, instead of always pushing them away, when they hit the teenage years, they still say mom and dad, good night. I love you. And they still yeah. giggle and stay up too late and talk. <laughs> um, and that's what I want. Right. That's, that's what I want. When I, when the, Hazel turned five and then the older girls, they turned 11. It just, woke me up yeah so part of the challenge i think i talked about this on the podcast before but part of the challenge was taking care of your fundamental needs so that you aren't running on empty so like you were saying with journal writing how you quit journal writing because you were out of the habit then sometimes we get off because we're not like getting our thoughts out right so it was walking eating a couple servings of fruits or veggies um i'm trying to think, journaling or meditating I don't, can't remember the list off the top of my head. Yeah. What was that one? Oh, track, track your sleep. sleep. Mm -hmm. So how did you guys feel like that aided or did that just make it more difficult? Oh, I, mean, I have a different, <laughs> go for it. Okay. I actually think it really helped me. Um, though I think that I didn't realize, um, the, the areas where I wasn't taking as good a care of myself. And I did not, um, I didn't know that it was going to have such an impact on how I was able to show up. Um, because I thought I was doing pretty well. I just, I mean, the vegetable part wasn't hard for me. Um, the walking wasn't too bad. The, but like the sleeping and the drinking enough water, it, I would have never imagined um just how much better I would have felt you know around my girls yeah I guess I won't say like I have a different opinion it's more like a realization that wow as soon as I start tracking this I realize I'm a cactus 
I just <laughs> sit sedentary <laughs> and I don't drink water, you know, nearly as much as I should be. So like, I, wow, just kind of a light bulb there. I guess, so I guess what I didn't like is I didn't do a good job of um, scheduling out or, or making a routine of when to walk. And so it ended up compressed the very end, of, you know, like I went out on walks at night. All or drinking time. all the water at night. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I disliked it, but I, I do think that they were, they were good things, right? They're definitely getting, I was normally getting 2000 steps a day. And so <laughs> I couldn't believe that. And yeah. yeah, so it definitely did benefit me and help me. And so it's, it's, it was a love hate relationship. It's, it's, my, I get it's that. Hate, because it was my fault that I wasn't doing it right. Yeah. So what changes did you see? Cause you guys were able to complete the whole month, right? Mm-hmm. So what changes did you see within your family by completing it? Mm, so you want me to go? Okay. <laughs> so one thing that I, I love that our girls, like we kind of talked to them about what we were going to do. And so they were, of course, very supportive of the idea and excited. Um, and I just love that as we were going through it, like it just felt <clears throat> like we were united about it. I don't know. It just felt um, like we had this common goal we were all working on. And so it was fun because um, like even with the fundamentals, while I was doing my fundamentals, I'd get my five, well, six-year-old now just walking behind me. If I had to be inside and I'd walk around our trailer, she would just follow <laughs> me and then the dog would start following me. And it was just everybody like marching and, yeah. and it became this fun thing. And it kind of made, it brought about discussions of how to take better care of ourselves and you, and to be working on fundamentals and how it affects the way you show up. And, um, there were also times where, you know, I'd be sitting with one of my twins and we'd hear like the other one and my six-year-old just start fighting. And we, we had like, we had this moment of just looking at each other like, oh, and then we just burst out laughing because we thought it was silly, you know, it just brought up, I guess, like these lighter moments. And, um, and then I would say, we also just, I feel like we were just, we were just happier, <laughs> like, a little bit more at ease, not on edge. Um, yeah, I'd say the the uh, intention didn't disappear, right? That was right. one of the things that I discussed in the video about how like that was a kind of subconscious expectation. The contention didn't disappear, but it didn't last as long. Mm-hmm. And I think that was a, a big difference, right? So, because contention is not n- never going to disappear, right? Or at least I don't think it's going to in, in my yeah. lifetime. Um, but uh, if you can shorten it, the duration there, then you can tolerate it, right? <laughs> Just like it, it, the, the shorter it is, the easier it is to tolerate because it gets, it's going to go by much faster. You're like, oh, okay, I can handle this for 20 seconds. And if you can give each other grace, more, you know, like understanding and um, just understand that you're both working, you're like, you're, you're all working on it. And I feel like that is something that it, it did for our girls as they understood, hey, this is okay. It's not the end of the world because hmm. we're all still working for this, you know? um if if yeah they had any bickering yeah that's so interesting with um just some of those changes did you notice like any parenting stuff where anything got easier or what did it get harder first because <laughs> you're like what do I do oh well so so I'm just thinking about something that I learned through this um that was really cool is I was talking to Tanner about this um is before the challenge when things were not 
going the way I wanted, right? Um, I I often would find myself feeling so on edge and, and wanting to control the situation um, in order to prevent myself from feeling on edge, if you will. Like in order to prevent myself from feeling yucky or, or frustrated, I wanted to like nip things in the bud, stop the behavior, and that would usually escalate until I was just um, really upset. And um, through this challenge, what I've, what I noticed is, so yeah, so I was expecting that if I did that, if I was able to get them to act a certain way and, and yell or whatever to get them to stop, that I would feel, I wouldn't feel as stressed and worn out by the end of the day. And instead, what I recognized through this challenge is I felt so much less exhausted by the end of the day without having to yell. It was crazy. And it's not like my circumstance changed. My circumstance right. changed. There was still chaos, but just inside, I just felt so much better. Well, then I'll say, I feel like I noticed, I guess in myself, I guess it's not to the question about the family, but I noticed an increase in patience. I mean, I don't know if they, they, they feel that way, but I feel like I had an increase in patience because I couldn't, couldn't, you know, I was forced not to control direct. I, okay. I'm not strangling. That's a bad, like, so <laughs> uh, situation how I had in the past. And so I had to be a little more patient yeah, and I... soft-spoken. And so maybe that's actually going back to how, you know, that's why maybe the contention didn't last as long because I had to, I, I didn't make it escalate. I didn't, es- and that's probably why, because I didn't yeah. escalate it. And I definitely noticed that in you too. I, I felt like he was more patient. Okay. Well, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. I love that. So I'm curious if you asked your girls what they thought about the experience. Ooh, did I don't we think, ask them I don't think we've asked them. Well, yeah, I don't think we've point blank asked them. I know I've like heard side opinions from them of just really liking it and they wanted to know if, you know, we were going to continue with it. Yeah. And- <laughs> You're going to start yelling at me again. Over <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> that voice, Dad. I know the rules. Yeah. <laughs> So have you guys been able to keep like not yelling since the challenge has ended? Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, today I had a little, it was kind of one of those where you catch yourself as you're going into it Yeah. and stopped. Like everybody looked at me and I was like, Oh, that was I funny. still got to work on this. <laughs> that was fun. It's like everyone, all eyes were on my <laughs> What is she going to do? <laughs> and I was just like, I still got to work on this. But so, yeah, I would say, um, I, I think the desire to yell is is a lot lower. Like I don't have the desire nearly as often. I feel like that's been really cool. Yeah, and I'm I'm definitely keeping going to keep going with it. Um, one of the questions in the forums for anyone who ever watches this um, or everybody that's mm-hmm. watching or listening to this, make sure you fill out that form if you took the challenge. Um, Meg <laughs> didn't pay me to say that. this question here that was on there and i realized yeah i'm i'm going to continue with it but i'm going to take it to the next level because you've mentioned it several times in your coaching calls about um if it's not yelling that you're trying to break the habit of you know maybe it's snide remarks or being you know uh, cynical or critical of others i think for you you mentioned like critical is what kind of that's my (laughs) go-to so that's something i want to work on as well that that's the critical one um, so yeah, it's not just, that's, this is not the status quo. I want to, I want to, I want to up the game. I want to improve myself even more. So, yeah. And I just love, I love the, the, you guys are creating a generation of non-yellers. 
Like, isn't that so powerful? I don't know. For me, that gets me so excited that like, here's this beautiful family who have now become non-yeller families. So if you want to, like, if you're really great at graphic design, I think the next t-shirt will have to be, I'm a cycle breaker. <laughs> like, that's what this is because your girls are like, when they have their own families, it's like, oh, I know how to deal with this without yelling. And yeah. to me, that's so powerful that like, I love what you two are creating, but even beyond that, the families they'll create will take on those same skills that you guys have. And I think that's powerful. Yeah. I'm hoping, I'm hoping to see some, some changes with the girls as well. Like, I, I don't, you know, it's going to take time to permeate through like one month isn't enough to completely change. Right. Um, but I think I, I'm, I'm expecting that there will be some changes. Yeah. And I'm really excited about it. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So next year I'm doing it a nine month course, right? Because I said it takes nine months to grow a human. So why not give us nine months to become the next better version of ourselves? And so I'm really excited about that because I love, like, that's what I love to help people do. Elisa, like you were saying, like to not even have a desire to yell. So not like gritting my teeth and like bunkering down and clenching my fist, like, fine, I'm just going to go punch a hole in the wall. Like if I can't yell at you, (laughs) but like to just finally get to that place where it's like, the desire is gone. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I like that. It doesn't feel good anymore at all. <laughs> right. It doesn't make sense anymore. It, used to- <laughs> it makes no sense, you know? Well, and like the, with the habit, right? The, the, what is it? The neural pathway is just kind of the weeds are growing over it. So it's not as easy for it to happen. Right. Right. Yeah. Hoping for. yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I want you to tell everybody about your YouTube video and where they can go to go and watch it. Cause I thought it was really fun. And it was actually like my girls, my girls were with me when you sent it to me and watched it with me. And it was, it was actually really cool to have my girls see like that their mom is doing something that helps other people that helps other, like the creating this <laughs> domino effect. And it was like, what? Like, mom, this was awesome. So like it blew their mind, your whole video. So tell everybody where they can go and watch it. Awesome. Well, thank you for stuff. That's that's awesome. I'm glad to hear it. I haven't talked to anybody like this about any of my channel uh, videos because it's it's new. So the channel name is um, the Terrible Husband. Um, hopefully, it's an oxymoron. But uh, <laughs> I didn't tell him like that. <laughs> maybe yeah. Um, uh, I mean, that's not an oxymoron, but whatever. Um, the channel's name is the Terrible Husband, and the video is called "I Tried Not Yelling at My Kids for Thirty Days" or something like that. I can't even remember the name of the title. <laughs> yeah, it has a picture with them with duct tape, and it says like "No Yelling," right? Exactly, exactly. Um, so yeah, that's how you can find it. Just go to Google and or go to Google, probably go to YouTube. YouTube. Yeah. I'm stumbling over my words now that I'm self-promoting. <laughs> it's <here>. late <laughs> at night. It's fine. <laughs> So just go to, yeah, go to YouTube, just type in uh, the terrible husband and you should be able to find it pretty fast. Awesome. Well, thank you guys so much for sharing and thank you for being willing to share the raw experience of what it actually looked like the day to day and wanting to yell and still choosing not to. It was really powerful. So thank you for creating the challenge in the first place. Yeah, you bet. All right. Thank you guys so much. Have a great night. Are you ready to take the concepts learned on this podcast to the next level? Then I invite you to join Mama's Members, a place where I will help you succeed in your family and homeschool beyond what you thought was possible. You will have access to hours of content, a place to ask questions, and weekly coaching calls to help you be the amazing homeschool mom you are called to be. 
To sign up, go to www.coachmegthomas.com slash join. I can't wait to see you there.